I was telling the church here on Friday that somebody slapped me at New Plant Station, I cycle, Kumasi Station, slapped me, and all my my eyes becomes like a disco light. All of a sudden, the world have started. I don't know whether it was going round or this thing. I was standing at one place looking at a don't know whether I was in Kumasi or I was in Takwa or I, I was in Accra. I don't know. The world has all, all of a sudden it has changed. It hasn't sounded my face. I've done nothing. Just because we want the daughter to come to church. And the guy doesn't want the daughter to come to ICGC. And we want, we are insisting. And the girl wants to come to ICGC. And I happen to be the youth pastor. So the mistake God did was the day I was going to Kumasi was that same day this man too is taking the daughter to school. At Kumasi Girls, and all of us happened to meet at New Plan Station. This girl already, you know that your daddy don't like me. You also went, da, da. Yeah, you pastor in here, Jesus Christ. That was the day that girl became an enemy. The man didn't wait for the pastor to continue with the youth. Before I realized my face, the bus that I was supposed to join, I didn't join. The lady and the father, they joined, they left. And I went to take another bus i left after several years she finished school she went to nurses college she married she left one day i i was going to sakumono and i when i was entering i saw somebody busy with suit and tie red tie i said red tie is supposed to be the front protocol and i look at this that was this man was ordering traffic he was now a special protocol at sakumono church ordering traffic and when he saw me he came to the pastor and said, Pastor! I said, yes. Jai, yes, you jai, jai, jai. Forget about what's happened. Forget about what's happened. You see what God will do? Through my daughter, I am now. God is good. I should have come to God early. I was saying, my, hey, you slap me. You tell me you should have come to God early. I said, you slap me like this. You want me to forget? You are telling me I should forget the, 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 the former things. But the man has become a church member. He has become a leader. He's working in the church. Can you imagine when he slapped and I slapped? You know the testimony? The pastor. Hallelujah. Pastor. That day before I left there, this man took a check. Ship, 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 ship. Thousand Ghana cities. He just blessed me. He paid for the slap. Humility. Humble yourself before the Lord and he shall promote you in due time. I prophesy that if there's anybody here and you are struggling to humble yourself, may grace humble you in the name of Jesus. May the hand of God humble you in the name of Jesus. May the spirit of God humble you in the name of Jesus. Number two, endurance. Grace gives us endurance. Endurance toughens a Christian to survive the challenges of life. Listen to me. Life has challenges. Let us not be deceived. Don't let any prophet tell you that your problem is exceptional. It's a lie. Any pastor or any prophet that will tell you that your problem, your challenges is coming from demons. Look at them and tell them they should go to Job. Job said that troubles that not come from the heavens nor sprout out from the earth. But a man born of a woman is of a full days and full of troubles. Amen. Solomon said, vanity upon vanity. Everything that you are toiling of or so on, it is of vanity. Suffering is part of this life. Challenges is part of this life. To eat alone is a challenge. Picking food from the plate and putting it in your mouth, it doesn't go. You have to chew and, and force and swap. That is why Paul said, after you have suffered for a while. Hallelujah. So suffering is part Let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 12, 7 and 9. Unless I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations. Paul said, 
or if I don't take time, I will be exalted. I will lift myself above measure because of the revelations I have. So because of what I know about God, because of the power I have with God, if you don't take time, I will be boast. I will be proud. That is why sometimes I see some of we pastors and I look at them and say, hey, amen. See these pastors. Some of them is coming. Their hand, their face, another one is holding it. Another one is holding two pastors in front, two pastors at the back, one here, one here, and they are in the middle. You don't greet them, you don't do anything. They come and as soon as they come and sit down, one will stand here and one will stand there. He's setting his angels in charge over us. If the angels can watch on me at the pulpit, let us go home and sleep. If I'm preaching this gospel and the angels of God can't stop a bullet that is fired against me, let me die. Amen. Let me die. If I die, Mrs. Awuni and his children will survive. And when they also come to God, they will look at the face of God and say that you are ungrateful, God. Why should he die? And as a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, there has been martyrs. People have died of the faith. Hallelujah. Sometimes, we, we, I mean, we, 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 we do ourselves as if we know too much, we know too much. Hey, humble yourself. Paul said, if I should look at the revelations I have, I will boast. If I look at the power I have, I will boast. Some of us, what, what, what do you have? Sometimes we only lead prayer or we only lead worship. We are just local church leaders, champions. We are nothing. Hallelujah. He said, a thorn in the flesh was given to me. A messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Hallelujah. Paul said, in order for God to humble me, in order for God to sober me, because I have so much power and revelations of God, he let a messenger from Satan came into my life. So that he will torture me. That I don't exalt myself. Sometimes God will put a problem in your life just to humble you. Hallelujah. Grace toughens a Christian to survive the challenges of life. Every assignment of God comes with it necessary evil. If you don't know. That is what Paul is telling us. Paul said, lest I boast myself. So God gave a messenger from Satan. Torment me. A thorn in my flesh. Lest I boast. Huh? Some of us, if God give us, leave us alone, hey, if God should leave us alone, what we will do, eh? What we will say? I'm telling you, God Himself will be sorry. God Himself will be sorry. Every assignment of God, there is a thorn He will add to it. Humble you. That is why He gives us endurance. Hallelujah. That is the reason why God never gives a perfect marriage or a perfect spouse. Sometimes you want to get Mr. Right, Mrs. Right. So what is going to check you to be humble? The thorn in the flesh is what keeps you to pray. Then you humble yourself. You are suffering. You are crying. God, please, why did you give me this man? Oh, oh, oh. God, is he a human being? Or is he a spirit being? God, you should have let me be alone. Oh, God, please, please, save the situation. Please, please. Because of the suffering. God gave you a job and he gave you ungrateful boss. You did your best. The boss look at you. Useless. I'm paying you for nothing. And you run and you be crying. Paul said, he put a thorn in my flesh. That it will humble me. God wants us to be strong. To endure. Endurance is part. Hebrews said, after you have suffered along a while, then the promise shall continue or shall come. You don't want endurance. No, no, no. That is why. That is the reason why most of us don't want to be church workers because you do, we don't want pain. The reason why most of us can't come to mid, midweek services is because we don't want pain. I'm tired in traffic. I can't go and sit in in church again. I'm tired in traffic. I can't go to church and close at eleven, thinking of the flesh. 
Hallelujah. Every assignment, let me tell you, those of you who have callings of God upon your life, let me put it before you once that there is a tongue that you add to it. Singers, you want to do well? There's a tongue to You add to it. Somebody, you are, you are on top. People stop you. You don't see, you cross. The next time you receive a text message, hey, when you didn't have a car, all of us were taking public transport to, to have to endure. It's part of the assignment. We want the blessings. We don't want the endurance. Blessings that not come on a silver platter. Work out your own salvation with fear and with what? Trembling. Does it come easy? Fight! You must suffer sometimes. Paul said, there are scars all over my body. Say, I was beaten 40 times. 39 lashes. I was caned. Jesus said, for this cause, a son of man was released. That he may destroy the works of the devil. And what was the cause? The cost of the cross. And he said, if anybody is ready to follow me, let them carry their own cross. Follow me. There's a cross aspect. Amen. There's a cross aspect. That is why you know that there is what? Also an endurance. Endurance simply means long suffering. To suffer long. Amen. The measure of Christian maturity is the level of endurance which suggests the quality of patience a Christian have. If you want to know that you are matured as a Christian, look at your level of endurance. How long you can suffer a, a, a case, a nonsense, an insult. Look at how long you can suffer it. And look at how extend you have patience to contain certain things. And people who have arrived at that level, they can suffer long and they have a longer patience. They are the people who get blessings. Because you know, the Bible said that when patience has finished its work, then the promise follows. So you can't just say that me, I am, I am impatient. Me, me, and some people say, Pastor, me, I can't take nonsense. But God can take your nonsense. You can take nonsense, but you want God to take your nonsense. Amen. People offend you, you say, hey. But you look at the, the rate, the number of times we offend God. And he takes it. Hallelujah. Endurance or evils from God. Torment from God. It helps the Christian to focus on God. Because God wants you to keep focusing on him. He will make sure that there's always some trouble in your life. Keep focusing on him. Paul said, he sent a messenger from Satan to torture my life. So that I don't exalt myself. Know what it means? So that I keep focusing on him. I keep looking up to God. So God will give you a necessary evil. Because of the assignment he has given to you. And that will keep you focused on him. Some of you listening to me. The kind of promotion God is bringing to your life. If God don't find a way to humble you. You will become an antichrist. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You know that they say that power corrupts. But absolute power hurts. When God puts you at a place of power, fame, I'm telling you, you do things that you, you wouldn't know that you are the one who are doing it. You do things. Money is in your hands. That as you are sitting down now, sitting down now, you just take your mobile phone, pa, 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 you can move five million dollars from Australia to London, pa, 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 with your phone, you can move it, five million dollars, you move it. As you are sitting now, now you are holding, you are not coming to church with CDs. Your offering, you don't want it. Your offering is in envelopes, sealed. You take offering in bundles. There's white belts on your offering. You pick it 50 with white belts, then you drop it on, on the white and you seal it. And one belt of, of 50 Ghana CDs is what? 5,000. That is what that is your first offering, second offering, then thanks offering. So you give 1,500 you 
by here. If pastor said that, let everybody lift up their hand. You tell her, this guy, we are tired. You sit down and say, this guy, we are tired. He can't be controlling us like that. We pay him. We pay him. So when he's talking to us, he has to be careful. We pay him. That is what power can do. Amen. But if God gives you that money, why well, you can give 1,500 offering in a Sunday and God gives you a toothache. That when pastor say, Amen. <laughs> The vibrations of the sound is shake your teeth after church. You come to pastor. I'm suffering. I've gone to all dentists, it's not working. Then pastor puts his hand there. I rebuke that pain. Go in Jesus' name. Then you go home. When pastor say amen, you will be the first one to come and drop an offering. He will humble you with an evil uh, torture. God will bless you, but you endure how can you endure so that you'll be humble it will help you to focus on god depend on god you depend on god some of us it is god that is sustaining us in whatever we are it is god because what you are going through and 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 and, and let me tell you if there is any torture or any torn in your flesh and you are praying and fasted for years it is not going that thing is not killing you that thing is not reducing you you are moving on. Everything is working. But the thing is still in your life. Live with it. It is a torn. Paul said that God sent a messenger from Satan to turn my life so that I do it. The day God will take that thing out, you become proud. Hallelujah. It keep us to commit to God. So endurance will keep you focused, depending and committing to God. Endurance. You must learn to endure. Hallelujah. So you must learn to endure. You must let you endure pain, let you endure affliction, let you endure persecution. I tell you, there are some basic things, evils that you will suffer insults, persecutions, blackmails, wickedness. It is basic. Let's read Philippians 3 7 and 10. Then we proceed. Let's see what Paul said. But what things were gained to me, this I have counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed, I also counted all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord for whom I have suffered the loss of all, all things and count them as what? Rubbish that I may gain Christ. Nine. And be found in him not having my own righteousness which is from the law but that which is through faith in Christ the righteousness which is from God by faith. Ten. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering being conformed to his death. Look at this. Paul said, I have suffered. Say, I have lost things. I counted them all by loss. Paul was a master, he was a doctor in Roman law. Just PhD in Roman law. He said, I lost it. He was a PhD in Jewish theology. He lost it. Paul was a qualified trained estate developer. He lost it. Paul was rich. Paul is the one who told the Philippians. He said, you know something? I don't need anything from you. I don't need anything from you. So when God called me, I did not consult of flesh and blood. I don't need anybody to sponsor me. I don't need anybody's money. But for the sake that your accounts in heaven will be abound. That is why that I ask that you give offering. So that my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. This is the man. He said, but I lost everything. Everything, I lost it because a torture. God tormented him. And you know something? He said that, that I may have the knowledge of his suffering. Have the knowledge of his suffering. And the power of his resurrection. 
Paul said and said and that I will also know about his death three things Paul was seeking for the suffering of Christ that was what Paul said I will know the power of his resurrection he wanted to know and the death the pain of the death those are the things he lost everything how many of us pray and say that God thank you for what I went through you know what the Bible says? the Bible says that sufficient is the evil day of sufficient is the evil day of give us this day our daily bread and forgive us what our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us there is a day evil every day if God makes all days perfect unto you you will never remember him so one day every day and the evil God brings in so that he will bring you closer and count to him endure it amen endure it and like I said if the thing is not reducing you if it's not messing you your life is keep going and you don't know why this thing is in my life and it's keeping it it is a necessary thorn that God has sent you are going to pray grace for the inner man grace for the inner man grace strengthens our inner man with the spirit of God to live for Christ to the end it strengthens our inner man inner strengthen us some of us we are not strong inside we are not strong we are not strong you must be tough your inner man God gives us grace so that inner inside of us will be strong listen to me if you don't learn to build inner tenacity life will displace you sometimes you have to be strong inside to keep going sometimes you have to be rugged rigid stubborn inside of you to keep going they say Paul are you going to Rome? He said, yes. Prophet Agabus. He said, Paul, this Rome you are going, there is a chain. They are going to, you are going to be arrested. You'll be chained. you go to prison. Paul said, yes, I know, but I'm going. If I live, I live for him. If I should die, I die for him. In all my ways, I am for him. What again am I thinking of? I press on towards the upward calling that I may obtain the price. What is life again? Everything I have, they have all gone. I've lost everything. Now what do I have? To gain is Christ. To die is Christ. I'm going to Rome stronger. He said, Paul, are you going to Ephesus? The demons there. He said, yes, a great and effectual door has opened to me to go to Ephesus. But greater are the adversaries, but I'm going. You see a little challenge and you run away from your office. Somebody is in your office. He goes to Malam. He goes to Juju. He goes to the, and a Christian and you have run away. You are afraid. You are timid. Ephesians chapter 3, 16 and 20. We are going to pray very soon. That he will grant you according to his riches, the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you will be rooted and grounded in you, your inner man. Hallelujah. Grace gives you strength in the inside. So that you are rooted family in Christ. Whether rain or shine, I'm not giving up. Whether going or not going, I'm not giving up. Whether moving or not moving, I'm not giving up. Hallelujah. One day, Pastor Kujo locked me in the room 12 hours. He carried me from Accra at 4 a.m. He said, let's go and pray. I was in the car, I was sleeping. I was in the car, I was sleeping. I wake up like 8 o'clock. Not only we in Kumasi. Kumasi, Atonsu. Take me to a house. Some house, some corner. Went in and they said, we are coming to pray. We started praying from 9 o'clock. 30 minutes and say, I'm coming. Okay, if you need anything, just, there's a phone here. Just ring the bell. And then he went out. I hear, you lock it at the back. Took the key away. And then you know the windows too, there's metals. And there's air conditioning there. And he gave me prayer topics. 
he prayed. Every one hour he would call. While he was driving back from Kumasi to Accra, he would call. Okay, Mebo, Mebo, Mebo. Not know the man has come back to Accra. I pray, I pray, I pray. And you know, he left one phone, one of his phone, he left it on. I didn't know, not only he has left it on. So if I sleep, he will leave here any noise. So the phone is on. So while I was praying, he knew that I'm praying. Every one hour, from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., I pray, I go to a place. insulting the man and he said like, pray 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 i will be giving it to him and then he calls okay i've heard you pray mr pastor me mumpa ebia me mumpa ebia o say i'm paying ebia no no bo mbaya be mbaya be pastor otibodi otibodi short people are wicked short people are wicked if i go to your brother if i was your brother will you do me like this since morning i've not eaten i've been eating i prayed 12 hours following morning he came back Came back, I was lying on the floor, brekete. When he came, he looked at me. Have, I, have you bath? I look at him. <laughs> I look at him and say, Bath. <laughs> you this man, you better get me something to eat. He said, Get up, let's go. I asked, Where are we going? Because I want to be sure. It's not another move. If you say we are going to pray another game, I look for where to get a car back to Accra. He said, We are going to Accra. I say, Ah, uh, as soon as I step in the car. There was drinks, there was food, there was everything. He said, eat aha when we get to Accra. How much can I eat? When we came home, you know what he said? When we went out in the evening, he looked at me and said, Abbas, I'm teaching you long suffering. I was a pastor. This is not long suffering, no. This one is torture. He said, yes. You learn how to be tough by torture. So that inside you'll be strong. Nothing will be able to move you. After 12 hours, there was nothing this man did. There was nothing I went through that moved up to today. Nothing. Nothing moved me inside there. I am, so, I am stubborn inside there. Hallelujah. He said he will strengthen your inner man. So inner man has to be strong. Hallelujah. Because grace has to strengthen grace. He gave grace to strengthen your inner man. The spirit of breakthrough is not on the face or the feet. It's inside. If you want to break through, it is not how weird you squeeze your face to pray. Satan, Satan, I say, so let's see the rewards. The inner strength gives us perseverance. Let's read this first scripture, then I do, then we handle the rest and we pray. For this reason, I also suffer these things. For what reasons? What reasons? The assignment. I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed. I suffer these things. For your life, for your purpose, for your vision, you will suffer some things. But don't be ashamed. First of all, I know whom I have all believed. And I am persuaded that he is able to keep what I have committed to him until that day. Don't give up. Don't give up. Paul said, I suffered it. But I'm not giving up. Because I am persuaded inside of me that the God that I've prayed my life to will take me to the end. I'm not giving up. Hallelujah. Don't give up. Perseverance. Persevere. Persevere. Press on. Listen, thing then you give up. And listen, thing then you give up. And listen, thing then you give up. Press on. Don't give up. That is perseverance. Persevere. Continue. 
Once you know that what you are doing is right with God, unless God tells you that no, it is wrong. But if God has not said it is wrong, press on. Number two, unfailing security. It gives you strong assurance. You are secure in God. You know that there's no way God will never fail me. Ladies and gentlemen, I know God will never fail me. He will never fail you. Paul said, I know that he that I've entrusted my life in his hands, he will never what? Fail me. God will never fail you. All is because if you don't have assurance, that strength in you, you will think that God will fail you. Some people can, Pastor, so is that how life is going to be? Is that how life is going to be? Is that how it's going to be? You are not what? Secured inside. you inside there. You are not strong. You are not strong. Hallelujah. A husband and a wife came to me one day. And the, the, the lady asked me, the pastor, ask my husband. Ask him for me. That will he really, really take me to the future? And I didn't know what to do. The guy was standing there. And I asked the guy. So you hear your wife. Will you really, really take her to the future? You know what he said? Pastor, I wish I want to say yes. But nobody knows the future. Huh? I just told the lady, I said, a case to ponder. I said, this one, a call for thinking. But ladies and gentlemen, if you are strong of God inside, by grace, you have unfailing security. You are committed to your work. Listen, this work, I am committed to it 24-7. My life, hey, Satan can come and sit here. I will preach on him. I know Satan is here. Do you think then over the 400 people who gathered on Sunday, all of us are saints? Oh, they are agents of the devil. Some of you will leave it at the gate. Some will leave it in the house. Some of you go and leave it at the washroom. Then you come, when you finish, you go. But however you came, the gospel must be preached. Committed to the work. Job chapter 13, verse 15. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. Though he slay me, he afflicts me, he wounded me, he punished me, he disarmed me, he made me naked, he made me poor. Job said, yet I will trust him. Focus perseverance. I would defend my own ways before him. You know, Job didn't go to defend his case before God. He slammed me. He gets up every morning and says, God, ha, you have taken all my business. You are making me poor. But I'm telling you that God, that I will become rich again. Job will get up in the morning and he's, after saying his prayer, everything, they say, God, you know something? You have let my wife go. Now I don't have a wife. All my children are dead. I don't have children. Everybody's laughing at me. But I want you to know that I will have wife. I will have children. I will have business again. I want you to know. He was defending his own case before God. Who are you defending your case before? Amen. Who are you defending your case? The reason why our problems keep multiplying is that we defend our case before human beings. Everywhere you go and you are defending your case. Everywhere you go, you are defending your case. Everywhere. And before you see, your case is all over and there's no solution. But Job said, I will defend my own case before God. Though he slay me, yet I will trust him. This morning, somebody should trust God. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 10, 35 and 37. So do not throw away your confidence. It will richly reward you. Do not do what? Throw away your confidence. Because of problems? Because of suffering? No, don't throw away your confidence. Be strong. Be strong inside. Be strong inside. Be strong inside. Hallelujah. One day, a boss put their hand in a, a subordinate's eyes. Punch the eyes. The guy look at the boss. He said, you know something? I'm not leaving this company because of you. I'm staying here. <laughs> and the guy too was a bit stubborn. He said, boss, you are getting ready to retirement. I've never get somewhere. Retire for me to take your position. As if he was joking. 
Today, the, bo- the guy is the MD. He's the MD of the company. The boss has been retired. You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you receive what he has, has promised. Persevere. 37, 37, 37. For in just a very little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. God is not delaying any longer. God is coming with your promise. God is coming with a miracle. God is coming with everything that you have and that you need from him. This morning we are going to pray the power of grace. The power in grace must settle on us. It must settle on us. It's about time you must carry. Hallelujah. If you carry these qualities, I'm telling you, you are dangerous than somebody who fasted for 40 days. You carry these qualities. If you can be humble, if you can be enduring, and you can have a strong inner man inside, but dangerous than somebody who pray and fast. You, your life will be going forward. Kill that thing. Because of the thorn in your flesh, when God climbed you up, somebody will offend you. Because people will continue to provoke you. People will continue to annoy you. People will continue to hurt you. And you will see that this is my destiny. You will never get there. Because the humble is the one that is always promoted. Hallelujah. Is that what you want? Me. If you slap me, I'll say thank you. And I'll continue. The only thing is tomorrow, I will not pass where I pass for you to slap me. I will not pass there again. If you tell me you, if I catch you, all I'll do is that I'll make sure that I don't pass where you catch me. Never. I don't have the time. I will endure and suffer and humble so that my promotions will come faster. We need to be promoted though. I need somebody from this church to become the president of Ghana. If the president, if the minister of finance was my church member, I can call him that, briefly. I can call him to come. I said, what's going on? What is about this bond, bond, bond issue? What is it? What is it about this bond issue? Remember, it is the Lord who gave you power at where you are. If you misuse or if you mishandle the economy of the country, you are joking with the destiny of the people of God. And remember, our tithe and offering is part of the central bank's money. So if you misuse our tithe and offering, which is in the central bank, God will not take you for granted. That man will sober. And that is my desire that one day one of you should be at the corridors of power so I can advise you. Amen. So because of that, I will suffer every and I will endure. Yeah. That is the people I'm looking for. So because of that, I want you to learn to endure. Now that you are climbing the steps, endure. Kill that unnecessary, uncivilized anger or temper. Because I've seen somebody who promoted a staff, nothing. Because the staff is so humble. I've promoted you. You are so humble. Just promote the person. And those who were working were like, and the man looked at them and said, I didn't promote him because of hard work. I promoted because he's humble. And I know that when he gets up there, the staff will be comfortable working with him. If they promote you, everybody will leave the company. Everybody. 
if you were the boss, if you were the HR, you, if you were the HR, if you have boss, you have two people inside of you, and one person didn't come to work, and you ask and they scream on you, you will see. <laughs> May the Lord give you humility. May the Lord humbles you. May the Lord touch your heart. May the Lord touch your life. May you persevere. May you go forward. May you accelerate. May life turn to your favor. In the name of Jesus.